This is Adam Hulse. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of my podcast where we're going to be talking about UFC 251 coming up this Saturday, July 11th on Fight Islands, the much-anticipated Fight Island. Feels like we've been talking about Fight Islands for a long time, but it's finally here. Fight Island this Saturday, July 11th. Okay, so in this episode, we're going to be focusing on the four main fights that are on the card for this weekend. We're going to give you a little bit of a breakdown of the fight, as well as our predictions and our betting angles for the fights as well. So yeah, a lot to get to. Let's start with the first fight, which is the rematch between Jessica Andrade and Rose Namahunas. When they fought last time, Andrade won that fight. She knocked out Rose in the second round. She slammed her, knocked her out. What was interesting is Rose won the first round of that fight fairly easily she definitely dominated the round easily won it on the scorecards and then in the second round Andrade came out a little bit more aggressive started moving forward and then took her down and knocked her out that's where Andrade's at her best right when she's coming forward when she's striking she's a finisher she likes to go for the finish she's going to keep powering forward I think she's going to try to go for the knockout again against Rose Namahunas this time around because Rose being more of the submission expert jujitsu type expert she's a little bit more of a grappler though her striking has greatly improved recently in both of her fights against joanna who is one of the best kickboxers in the world rose really showed flashes of really good striking against joanna she actually knocked out joanna in the first round of their first fight and then in that second fight she won by unanimous decision and a lot of that fight was on their feet so though rose is more of a grappling jujitsu submission type expert she has had some greatly improved striking over her last couple of fights. But even though it's improved, she still doesn't want to go strike for strike with Andrade, right? Andrade is more of a knockout artist. Andrade wants to be on the feet, wants to go with the striking. So if this fight does turn into a striking slugfest type of fight, that will definitely favor Andrade over Namahunas. Um, Andrade has been very good lately. She's won seven of her last nine fights, including that knockout against Rose Namahunas in their last matchup. Her only two losses in those nine were her last fight against Wei Zhang. She got a little bit reckless in that fight with trying to come forward and Zhang caught her. Zhang knocked her out, caught her with a big hit, and again, she got a little bit reckless in that fight and lost that one. And then the other loss was to Joanna, who she lost by decision to. But still, she's won seven of her last nine. She's been good lately, and she did just beat Rose recently as well. So, all things considered with this fight, my prediction is I think Andrade is going to win this rematch. She's going to beat her for a second time, in my opinion. You can actually get Andrade at plus 144 right now, which I think is really good value considering Andrade won the first fight. So to be able to get her at plus money in the rematch, I think is good value there. But what I think the real value play in this fight is for Andrade to win by knockout or TKO. You can get that at plus 550 right now. Yeah, that's five and a half to one on your money. And if you think Andrade's going to win the fight like I do, it's most likely going to be by knockout, in my opinion. At least that's what she'll be going for. So to get five and a half to one value on Andrade to win by knockout or TKO, I think that's the play there for me. 
Okay, so let's move on to our next matchup, and that is Jose Aldo versus Peter Yan. This is a kind of interesting matchup. Peter Yan being the young, hungry fighter. Uh, he's looked really good recently, but hasn't really had any signature wins yet. He hasn't really beaten anyone. He did just knock out Uriah Faber, but at this point, Uriah is over 40 years old. He's on the back end of his career, so not much there on that for Yan. I mean, it's a good win to knock out Faber, but again, Faber not in his prime any longer. Jan has won nine fights in a row, but again, he needs that signature win, and who better to get that against than Jose Aldo? Aldo being a legend in UFC. He's fought everybody. He has a great resume. He's actually one of the most experienced fighters in all of UFC. It kind of feels like he's been around forever, and he kind of has, but he is actually only 33 years old, and I don't think he's done yet. I don't think he thinks he's done yet, even though he has lost five of his last eight fights after winning 18 straight before that. Uh, but when you look at his most recent fight, which was against Marlon Marias, in my opinion, I think it was a bad decision. I think Aldo won that fight. I think he should have won that decision, but unfortunately, the judges gave the fight to Marlon Marias. So yeah, though he has lost 5 of 8, I think it's just been a tough stretch for Aldo. Some would think that, you know, maybe he's coming towards the end of his career because of how many fights he's had, but I don't really think that's the case. I just think he's hit kind of a tough stretch, and I know he's determined to bounce back. I know he wants to show that he's not done yet, and I think because of that, he's going to go for the knockout this fight against Peter Jan, and I think his experience is going to win out. I don't know if he'll get the knockout, but I do think that Aldo is going going to win this fight with all of his experience I think he's going to show the up-and-comer that he still does have a lot left in the tank and I think he wants to get himself back on track too so my prediction for this fight between Aldo and Jan I think Aldo is going to win this fight he's plus money as well you can get Aldo from what I see at plus 192 right now so just under double your money I think that's good value for um, a fighter like Aldo fighting an inexperienced guy like Jan okay now let's move on to our third fight and that is is another rematch fight and that is between Alexander Volkanovsky and Max Holloway. Volkanovsky won the first fight by decision. I think he won it fairly easily. I mean, I don't want to say easily, but I think it was a clear-cut decision win for Volkanovsky. He controlled pretty much the whole fight. He kept Holloway under control. Holloway really couldn't get any of his signature combinations going that he's been known so well for. Volkanovski really shut down everything Holloway had. He landed a ton of leg kicks, a ton of jabs, and just controlled the whole fight. So I think it was a pretty clear-cut decision win for Volkanovski in that one. But Holloway will get his rematch right away. He'll get another shot to face Volkanovski. I know Holloway is very confident going into this fight. He was confident going into the first fight. And I mean, Holloway's always confident, right? And as he should be. Holloway has a very impressive resume. He's beaten Aldo twice. He's beaten Pettis. He beat Frankie Edgar. He beat Ortega. I mean, the list goes on. Holloway has a very impressive resume. So he should be confident. He's beat some of the best of the best at these weight classes. He just couldn't get it done against Volkanovski in the first one. And that's because, like I said, Volkanovski really just controlled the fight. Uh, the leg kicks were a huge factor 
factor. The jab was a huge factor. Volkanovski, that old philosophy of the best defense is a good offense. He struck first every time. He didn't land too many big blows. He was not going for the knockout at all if you watched the fight. He was just trying to score and win the decision, which I think that was his strategy going in, and the strategy paid off. It worked. That's exactly how the fight went down. But with that control, he never really let Holloway get going. As I said before, Holloway's so known for his long combinations and flurries of six, eight, ten strikes in a row, and Volkanovski did not allow that to happen at all. I think it was a product of excellent game planning and preparation. And, you know, again, Holloway may have the more impressive resume, but Volkanovski is a really good fighter as well. He's extremely technical. He's good at just about everything. He really has no holes in his game. He's personally one of my favorite fighters in the world. He always comes forward. He always brings it, never goes back. Again, excellent game planning and philosophy going into the first fight, and I think he's going to bring that again in the second fight. He's actually won 18 straight fights now. Since his UFC premiere, he has eight undefeated fights just in the UFC. He can finish. He has 21 wins, 11 of them by knockout. But when it comes to decisions, he's never lost a decision. He's 10-0 when it comes to decisions. So yeah, Volkanovski is the real deal. He's a complete fighter. He's on crazy winning streak. And I think he's going to take the same game plan into this fight with Holloway that he did the first time. Try to score the points. Come at him first. Don't let the big combinations and flurries get going. And he probably won't necessarily be going for the knockout again, I think. He's just going to do what he did last time and try to outscore him, try to control the fight, and try to get the decision. And in my opinion, I think that's exactly what Volkanovski can do. I think this is destined to go the distance again. Both of these two fighters, super well-conditioned. Uh, they can go all day. They could probably go 10 rounds if they had to go 10 rounds. But I think that the outcome of this fight is going to be another five-round fight going to decision. And I will take Volkanovski to win that decision. So... For betting-wise, that is my play. It's Volkanovski to win by decision. Right now, I'm seeing that at minus 105. So that's a little over even money on Volkanovski to beat Holloway again by decision. Okay, so now that brings us to the main event on the card of UFC 251, which was supposed to be Kamaru Usman versus Gilbert Burns. Unfortunately for Gilbert Burns, he tested positive for COVID-19 and had to be withdrawn from the fight. So Jorge Masvidal stepped up and filled in on short notice, and both Usman and Masvidal accepted the fight on short notice. So that is going to be the main event. Instead of Usman Burns, we are going to get Usman versus Masvidal, which is actually interesting because a lot of people thought Usman versus Masvidal was going to be Usman's next fight anyway, but Masvidal couldn't come to an agreement in terms of contracts for the fight, so Dana White opted to skip Masvidal because of the contract problems and gave Gilbert Burns the fight. Gilbert gets COVID-19, has to be pulled out, and here we are back at Usman versus Masvidal. And this is just such a great matchup. This is such a prime matchup, a matchup that so many of us want to see. I think it's going to be interesting. Usman being the much better wrestler, Masvidal being the much better boxer going to be interesting so Usman the champ probably one of the most well-rounded fighters in the world right now he's a very technical striker not 
the best of the best strikers, but he's a world-class wrestler. Um, he can strike. Like I said, he's a very technical striker, but he is one of the best wrestlers in the world, especially at his weight. Usman's coming into this fight with 15 straight wins. He's undefeated since his debut in the UFC. And I mean, this is crazy about Usman. In his entire UFC career, he had not lost one round to judging until this last fight against Covington. That was the first time he ever lost a round since coming to UFC, let alone winning all of those fights so Usman is as good as it gets right now he literally has no holes in his game he's good at everything Covington tagged him a couple times in that last fight and Usman showed that he has a really strong chin we weren't so sure what his chin was like because he'd never really been tagged before but it held up very well against Covington so just another positive aspect to Usman's game which he will probably need in a fight against Masvidal because we know the way Masvidal fights. He's going to come forward. He's going to keep striking. He's one of the best boxers in all of the UFC, just pure punchers. He's a very creative striker. But yeah, creativity and violence are the two words that come to mind when I think of Masvidal's striking style. And that was on great display, of course, last year when he fought Ben Askren in that crazy flying knee that he finished the fight in five seconds. One of the craziest knockouts I've ever seen in my life. It just shows how dangerous Masvidal can be. I mean, he has a ton of experience as well. He has over 40 fights on his resume. That's obviously a huge number. 18 of those fights have come in the UFC. Interesting fact about those 18 fights, Masvidal's actually never been finished. Any of the losses that he's had in his career have come by decision. He's never been knocked out. So like Usman, strong chin there as well. And on the other hand, of him never being finished, as I mentioned before, Masvidal is a finisher. Almost half of his wins have come by knockout. So yeah, he definitely knows how to finish a fight. And he's a hot fighter right now. Some people thought he was the fighter of the year last year with big wins against Darren Till, that flying knee against Ben Askren, and the doctor stoppage against Nate Diaz. So three big wins that came from Osvidal last year. So he's definitely deserving of this title shot. It's no fluke type of fight that he's filling in for Burns and a title shot that he's been waiting a really long time to finally get. And here it is. He gets his title shot versus Usman. But can he win the fight? In my opinion, I think Usman is going to be the one to win this fight. I think Usman will try to turn this into a wrestling match. My assumption is that his game plan will be to not sit there and just strike with Masvidal, where Masvidal's at his best. Masvidal's not a bad wrestler, but he's nowhere near on the same level as a guy like Usman. So I think Usman's strategy is going to be to try to get a hold of him, try to turn it into a wrestling match. I do think this fight is going to go the distance. Both of these guys have a ton of endurance. Their conditioning's great. They can go all day. Neither of these guys ever gets knocked out. Neither of them's ever been finished in the UFC. So I do think this is going to go the full five rounds. I think Usman will try to utilize his wrestling in this fight, and I think he's going to get it done. I think he's going to end up winning by unanimous decision. So that is going to be our play here. We are going to take Usman to win by decision. I see it at plus 200 right now. So two to one on your money on Usman to win by decision over Masvidal. 
And then we wanted to add one more play as well, and that is with the Volkanovski winner and the Usman winner. Uh, we had mentioned we're going to bet both of them to win by decision, but we are also going to have a two-leg parlay on Volkanovski money line and Usman money line. That two-leg parlay, we're getting that at minus 103. to play that we really like on Usman and Volkanovski to both win. Okay, so just to review our betting angles from these four fights, we'll just list them right now. We have Jessica Andrade Moneyline at plus 144. Andrade to win by KO or TKO at plus 550. Jose Aldo Moneyline at plus 192. Volkanovski to win by decision at minus 105. Usman to win by decision at plus 200. And that Usman Volkanovski Moneyline parlay at minus 103. So that's six plays total for us. So you can join me on these plays if you want to. If not, that's okay too. More importantly, I hope you enjoy the event, UFC 251, this Saturday, July 11th on Fight Island. This has been Adam Hulse. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you join me again next time.